Hello, this is Jason, and you're listening to the fourth episode of the Grace Station podcast. You can always find us on Facebook and Twitter at The Grace Station. We thank you guys for spreading the news about the podcast. I've been very encouraged uh, by the comments that folks have said to me and, uh, and, and posted online at Facebook and Twitter. It's really exciting to see something new kind of uh, start to pick up a little steam. And, and thank you guys for sharing and downloading uh, the, the, this week's uh, podcast episodes. Um, we're at episode four, and we're talking about Paul's letter to the people at Colossae. So we're going to be in Colossians chapter 1 verse 9. And Paul says this in the King James, for this cause we also, and the word we there is he and Timothy, the authors of this book. Paul is the primary author. Timothy is his helper and he's with him. Uh, for this cause we also, since the day we heard of it, that's, their, that's the people of Colossae's faith in Jesus, since they had heard of their faith and their hope and their love, they do not cease, uh, do not cease to pray for you. And to desire that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. It's very powerful here what Paul is doing. Paul says, you have trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And that's amazing. And we've already delineated in our previous episodes all of the blessings that those people of Colossae were already enjoying because they had trusted Jesus as their Savior. But Paul says... Um, there's some more. Uh, there's some more stuff that comes out of that truth than perhaps you're already aware of. And our prayer is that you will be filled with knowledge. And, and, and what does it mean to be filled with knowledge? It's really one of those cool words. It's, it's, a, it's one of those things that when we think about it, well, if, you're, if you know something, what does it mean? It means to rely upon it. It means that I want you to take the knowledge of what you have about who you are in Christ, that you're a saint, that you're a love, that you have a future in heaven, that you are forgiven, that you are redeemed, that you're his child, and I want that to fill you. I want that to be what you rely on for your day-to-day experience in the world. Um, it, it's, it's just a powerful kind of word there that Paul is saying, hey, listen, I don't want this thing to be a temporary uh, truth that you're excited about. I want this truth to be a driving reality in your life, and I want all truth to be driving uh, reality in your life. I want the knowledge that you gain to be knowledge that you can rely upon. Uh, I love to build things, um, and I'm, I'm learning to kind of work at some carpentry stuff, and I, I was working on a project just today, and I had some knowledge in the back of my head about how to make a specific cut on a board. I needed to cut an angle on my table saw. And I had seen others do it, and I've even done it before myself. And I've got that knowledge, okay, and the knowledge is in my head. And now it's time for me to actually go and face a situation where I need to use that knowledge. So I'm filled with that knowledge. I rely on that knowledge in an actual experience of, of my life. In other words, I know that I got to set my table saw at five degrees. I've got to put the blade guard up. I've got to run the, you know, all the little things that you've got to do to use the table saw. And so while I'm out there doing it, I have the knowledge and now I'm relying on the knowledge. So I know that Christ loves me. I rely on the fact that Christ loves me. I know that Christ has forgiven me. I rely on the fact that he's forgiven me. I know moral truths that God has given me from his word. I rely on those moral truths. That's what it means to be filled with knowledge. It means not just to know something for the sake of knowing it and not just to know something but not depend on it, but it means to know it and depend on it and to rely upon it. 
I love how he does that. And Paul says, we hope that you learn to rely upon the truth that you already know. And we also hope that you learn to rely on truth that you're going to know. And that's why he continues, he says that you would be filled with the knowledge of God's will. And where does that come from? Where does God's will come from? Well, it comes from the spiritual activity in our spirit as we understand the truth of his word. God's will, God's truth, God's desire for us, God's information that he wants to connect us with is found in the scripture. And so Paul is saying that, yes, you're a believer, yes, you're a child of the king, and that is amazing knowledge. We want you to rely on that knowledge, and then we want you to grow in that by understanding more about who you are in Christ and more about the truth that God would have for you in the scripture. And then he uses these two words, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Now, before we talk about those two words, let's see how powerful this prayer is. Think of all of the things that we pray for in our lives, uh, the, the, the areas of our lives that we cover with our prayer. And notice where Paul starts. Paul starts at a place where most people don't. Most people focus on external things. Most people focus on, I need this, I want this, I'm struggling with this, I'm hurting in this. And that's completely fine. God's love is so amazing. We can talk to him anytime, anywhere, about anything. That's what's cool about an eternal permanent relationship with Jesus. It's that it doesn't change based on whether or not we pray the right thing at the exact right moment. <laughs> it, is, it is eternally ours. And so we can experiment with this prayer thing all we want. But it is useful to note that what Paul prayed about was far beyond those temporary things or those things that we might focus on first. Paul focused, I mean, out of the gate on the inward part, the truth that would be what they could rely and depend on, not just for getting through one struggle or through one day or one through one challenge, but for the rest of their lives. He wanted them to have wisdom. Wisdom and there's, might be understood best by us as just uh, general knowledge about truth and general knowledge about life. You know what wisdom is. He said, I want you to be to have some wisdom about you so that you can live your life with some understanding and with some insight. And where do we get that from? We get that from the scripture. As we read through what Paul uh, would say to us, what God would say through, to us through his word, uh, that begins to develop in us some wisdom. And you know, wisdom can, can be developed not only from the truth that we find in scripture, but that truth lived out in our everyday life. And we say, wow, I saw how effective that was. You know, God calls me to be honest and he calls me to be loving and kind and good and generous and now I see that when I am kind and good and generous and loving I see the effects of that I see what those things do for other people and how they uh, grow ministry and, and, and connect me with other people and bless other people and so that's a level of wisdom we might call wisdom general understanding or general knowledge um, we might call it common sense, everyday practical truth <laughs> that, 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 that we would develop a great deal of understanding about the way that God would have us to live in general in everyday life the kind of people that he would call us to be and, and not just call us to be and that's one of those things that it's not so much that he demands this from us, but that he offers this to us and allows us to participate in this. It's not that he says, be honest or I don't love you. It's like, hey, I love you so much. And guess what? I'm going to allow you to be honest like I'm honest. I'm going to allow you to be kind like I'm kind. I'm going to allow you to share the divine life that I have. I'm going to allow you to participate 
in what it is that I do. You know, I'm going to allow you to exhibit characteristics that I have, character traits that I have. You're going to be uh, thoughtful and kind and loving and merciful and good and long-suffering. All that fruit of the Spirit, all of that life of the Spirit, you're going to have that. And that's going to come through wisdom. It's going to come through analyzing situations, analyzing circumstances, lining them up to Scripture, and living that life out by faith. And Paul really wanted them to experience that. Again, not in a guilt trip way where, you know, hey, you're not enough and you need more. No, no, no. It's, it's hey, listen, <laughs> there's some awesome stuff that God wants to give you out of who you are and out of who he is. He, he, he's got some cool life stuff for you out there, some wisdom, some, some general intelligence and knowledge about how to do life. <laughs> okay. So then he says, and spiritual understanding, and that spiritual is, uh, I believe it's uh, epinosis, uh, and, and that comes with the idea that word epi is super or maximum or, or added to, and gnosis is from where we get knowledge. So the idea here, I believe, is God-given knowledge. And uh, now all knowledge that comes from Scripture is by definition God-given but I believe this is also what we might call a deeper understanding. And Paul was saying, I don't want you to just see what's in the text and understand the wisdom that is general, but I want you to have God-given supernatural understanding in situations. You're going to live your life, and you're going to need wisdom and understanding that can only come from God himself, that as you're living your life, there will be a supernatural component to your understanding. And I would say that this is the experience of the believer who is trusting Jesus every day. Remember that going back to uh, uh, that we would be filled with his knowledge, that we would rely on the truth. So as we rely on the truth and as we add more truth to the truth we're already relying on and as we rely on that truth, as we walk faithfully with him, trusting him, there is this super knowledge. And I hate to use that word because it's this idea that it's, it doesn't mean that we have somehow attained to some higher level of Christianity. It is that as we participate in the life of, of, of God uh, willingly, as we trust him, a, a deeper understanding begins to develop in our lives that is, that is true knowledge about what's important and what matters and, and uh, how, how to care and, uh, and how to love. It's, it's the life of the Spirit being born out of us. It's the life of hope being lived out of us. And so then it, it transforms a little bit from just kind of the general principle of being truthful to the very specific ways that I can be uh, a blessing and truthful to to the people in my my sphere of influence. It is it is a tenderness of the heart. It is a it is a it is a deepening and an appreciation for each moment. And so sometimes we, especially those of us who love the word, you've noticed in this uh, thing, I, I've jumped right into the word. I don't I don't try to divorce my teaching from the word and somehow give you you know seventy three illustrations. I, I want everything that I say to at least come back. Uh, to not just at least, but to come back in a large portion to Scripture. Um, as we do that, though, um, we do need to leave room for the real reality, not just room, but we need to uh, celebrate the reality that 
that there is a supernatural reality here that, that God himself is teaching us in our hearts as we're going through scripture. And the cool thing about the father is that he never va- uh, uh, invalidates his own scripture to teach us. He never teaches us anything contrary to scripture. But he does take the scripture and make it come even more alive to us, even more powerful. You know, you, you read the same scripture, you know, once a year, every year, or, or once a month, or whatever. And, and God is constantly drawing new truth out of that scripture if, if we're experiencing that, that reliance upon the knowledge that we already have, that, that faithfulness. And then something new kind of brings itself out of there. Or perhaps we're going through something and God brings out a new way of dealing with it through the scriptures um, as we rely on them. I think Paul was saying a lot here in this verse that when they got together to think about the people of Colossae, now think about this, they prayed for them and they could have prayed for their health and their wealth and their well-being and I'm sure they did. But their primary prayer to start it off was, I want them to rely on the truth that they already know. I want them to learn more truth and then I want them to be supernaturally blessed by God to understand the deepest of truths. That's where we're at in our walk, that we would rely on the truth of who we already are in Christ, that we would add to that truth daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly, that we would add to it, and that there would be such um, comfort in our relationship that we would understand even the deeper truths of life and the deeper truths of Scripture. Um, not as we somehow jump from ladder to ladder rung of, you know, uh, this Christian is better than this Christian is better than this Christian. No, but that we do mature in our faith, that we grow up, that we, that we experience what all children, um, we have that hope for all children to grow up, that they would grow from infant to adolescent to adult uh, and, and that that same experience can be had for every believer, that we would grow in the knowledge and in the wisdom and in the grace and the insight of the Lord, that, 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 and that we could do so uh, starting out, think about this, starting out from a position of absolute acceptance and love and favor, right? And then growing up in that, <laughs> not trying to earn that or attain that, but growing up in that. Grace upon grace, truth upon truth. Hey guys, I want to thank you for listening to Thursday's episode. You can check us out thegracestation.com. My name is Jason and I hope you guys have a blessed and awesome weekend.